0: Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Meteorologists.
1: <laughs> or Mets, as they say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weird saying that it is, but yeah, that's what it's called. That's what it's called. A
0: decision <laughs> made years ago. years ago, without our input. So. <laughs> All right. Well, as we head into the coming months, uh, snow will be coming out of the sky. Oh my gosh! It will be raining snow.
1: That is uh, Ed Russo right over there. You forgot yeah. to introduce yourself. Yeah. Oh yes, I did. There yes, he is. I did. Sometimes I like to get right to it. <laughs> it's meteorologist Tom Russell here. <laughs> yeah. Ed, why would you go right to snow here at the start of the podcast? I don't know. These you leaves are changing, anywhere? and I well, just that's where right. I want to start oh yes i think it's one of the most beautiful falls that i can remember september was gorgeous october has been a little cooler than average but it's been nice we've had some rain so it's just the perfect recipe for these colors to burst and we are right at the peak here at the end of october into that first week of uh, november this is amazing if you haven't like taken the time to really just soak it in uh the mountainsides are gorgeous uh, Ed, you were taking the drone where? You were down by Safe Harbor?
0: Yeah, Safe Harbor oh. near the, uh, the the new the d- uh, Marduk Forge. They Trestle did the bridge. the bridge, right? Remember it caught fire a few mm-hmm. years ago. They fixed it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just gorgeous. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it's seriously, like I when I got out and I was looking at the
1: color, I'm like, Bob Ross, where are you? Did you <laughs> Did paint, you paint these trees? Started painting. <laughs> yeah. <there? laughs> it it really is amazing, and that's the perfect recipe: the warm days, cool nights, which was all of September. September was gorgeous. Uh, just enough rain to you know keep things uh, wet a little bit, <laughs> excuse me, but it's just amazing. Yeah. I think it's been incredible.
0: Yeah. I don't need to toot my own horn here, but a couple of weeks ago I said, Tom, man, I think this is going to be some crazy color. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm seeing it patchy and, and like, it was just so vibrant and patchy right. and you aren't quite sold on it yet, but no, you got me now, man, I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, I just got this feeling. It was just going to like the trees were ready to explode. And right. it has, if you go north of, uh, over towards the Good Hope area, mm-hmm. um, like Cumberland Valley
1: School District, you know, that Enola. Oh, my gosh. Just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I was coming along 81, just the whole entire mountainside it's just lit up like that fire color you know the oranges and the reds and like you said the very vibrant stuff
0: I always see pictures floating around in early October early mid October of New England like Vermont New Hampshire I'm like why can't we get that color here and I feel like yeah I feel like in some parts of the area this year
1: yes totally gosh totally so uh, the problem is the enemy uh, which is winter is coming so (laughs) that means you get these windy days and then the leaves get knocked off the tree so it doesn't last forever soak it why you can? You ever read the story? It was a story
0: I liked when I was a young kid. I guarantee you, you probably never heard of it because every time I bring this conversation, the Giving Tree. No, oh, okay. good book. Okay. No, it's called The Fall of Freddie the Leaf.
1: Oh, I think I may have heard of that.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a tearjerker. It's basically about <laughs> Freddie, who's a leaf, and thank you. She's she's wondering why she. she you know, he's changing color right? and starts asking the leaves around him what's going on. And of course, he has all these wiser leaves around him, like Daniel, Sherry, other leaves on Mm -hmm. the same branch. And they're explaining to him that every year, you know, we start to change before we fall. And he didn't understand what coming off the tree meant. And then, you know, by the end of the book, like his best friends are falling off the tree. And I think he was, he feared that. And is that where you're teared up? Freddie feared that. Uh, it's just you know I mean it's like the giving tree. It's, sure, yeah, it's a, a it, tearjerker. It, uh, yeah, it's just like I I don't know it's a it's just like you're personifying a leaf. Mm-hmm. Sure, and it's it's just uh, it's just really cool. You know I think you know I'm not gonna get too sad here, but it, it's a good book for when you're trying to explain to younger kids. Um, sure, loss like mm-hmm. especially yeah. with a pet maybe a family right. member. It's a great book because it really kind of eases them into the concept without actually talking
1: about the real hard Directly, stuff. right. Yeah. Well, my favorite book that I take into schools is Robbie the Raindrop. Now, the good thing about Robbie, he's part of the water cycle. Yeah. So he changes, but he never dies, which never, is pretty cool, yeah. huh? So he's, sometimes he's a gas. Sometimes he's a exactly. Sometimes he's a solid. <laughs> <Sometimes>, <laughs> yep, exactly. So he makes his way back all part of the water cycle. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, and it's a cycle. keeps there going, go. right? Yeah. Yeah, so... All right, yeah. so beautiful fall. That's good. Everybody's wondering about what's next. So uh, the way I see it is uh, as we get into November here, it gets off to a really mild start, very warm, uh, above average, at least for this time of year, that first week and a half or so. Don't mm-hmm. you see that? Yeah, I mean, I think next week we might be able to push up 60s. Yeah, I the, mean, average high is getting is low 60s now. So when you get 65 or above, that's a treat. I can't get over, actually, a couple days ago how humid it was. Hmm. It was in, it, yeah. you know, we, we had dew points in the 60s, which this time of year, you don't like right. get dew points in the 60s. Right. And, and that was keeping us up uh, overnight, too. We were holding at 60 for overnight lows in October. That's really unusual. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, you know, now that we've had our first
0: freeze, it's hard going back to those almost yeah. mild, you know, muggy overnights. I'm not complaining. Like. I'm yeah.
1: not, I like kind of like it. Um, so we get off to a pretty warm start. Uh, but I think the second half of November is probably when uh, the colder stuff will kick in. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, how long do you think that'll last? Not long, because you and I have been talking about a fairly
1: mild uh, start to winter here, Um, so I don't see a whole lot of cold in the pipeline, but I think because we'll be mild, when it finally hits, it's going to be a shock to the system. It's going to feel much colder than maybe it is. Yeah, so I I don't know. I
0: see it lining up because in past years when it's kind of been this pattern of maybe, maybe – few flurries around thanksgiving it's possible it's possible
1: possible we see something like that. but i wouldn't get excited for snow yet yeah, flurries yeah. maybe but not snow not right. anything right. accumulating so all right well let's take that a little bit further what do you you have any gut on the winter yet we're still talking about our third la nina in a row what we call triple dit la nina um any feeling on winter quite well, yet? It, it's interesting you know we we see
0: it does look like la nina is going to begin to weaken as we hit into mm-hmm. early to, not early, but I guess mid to late winter. So that could really, you know, kind of change the tide and maybe give us a colder or snowier February than what we've seen in the past. So past you're thinking the latter half of winter, February, March, Yeah, and yeah. And I think, again,
1: you've been saying this, that we're due. <laughs> I think we're way overdue for a cold winter. We're uh, you reached out to me because you were doing a story uh, as we were putting things together on 2010, and how sn- how crazy snowy that was. And I didn't realize uh, was it January, or February that I pulled February, out for February? Yeah, f- was the most snow on record, 41 inches for the month.
0: Yeah, there were like two storms that were 12 to 18 inches
1: back to back, back almost, to Back and then another like we had a smaller one. Yeah. Uh, so between those three, 41 inches. And that was officially at Harrisburg. There were other spots, you know, like Adams County and stuff that were two feet both times. And that's that, that those storms, you know,
0: Baltimore and D.C. were affected. Mm-hmm. And I forget what newspaper it was, but, you know, maybe it wasn't a newspaper. But beside the point, that's when the term Snowmageddon was coined. <laughs> was
1: it 2010? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I guess and, you're right. Yeah.
0: And I, I believe that winter. Um, also, North Carolina,
1: northern parts of got North Carolina got, too.
0: got several decent snow events. All right. Now, we're
1: not saying that's happening. What we're saying is, as we get into the second half of winter, maybe could be game on for some decent snow. Yeah. Yep. Interesting.
0: Yep. yep. But you're looking for that, you know, holiday snow. You know, all you need is really just an inch for it to be festive. That's festive, right? But exactly. I, I I don't see any big storms mm. until after the new year. My bets are on that yeah
1: second half of winter yeah um you know we really haven't had a super cold winter either so sometimes and this is what people forget when it's really cold it's so cold that it means less snow overall so when you want snow you actually want a fairly mild is that the right word or an average winter uh if you're a snow lover
0: yeah so you want temperatures in other words upper 20s low 30s you don't want this you know you you don't want highs in because if the if we're in the teens here, we've got this massive area of high pressure that's just yeah. keeping things dry. Not, You're nothing not getting worse. any moisture. Yeah. I mean, it's good for the ski resorts because they get to produce snow and they don't have to produce more of it. But it's not natural stuff. But it's not natural. Not natural. And obviously the
1: ski resorts appreciate anything that Mother Hunter has <laughs> to offer. Yeah, especially, you know, they have that three or four – month window where they really yeah. have to get everything going. What was the earliest round top is ever opened Is it uh, I've been here when they open before Christmas. I think yeah. uh the fifteenth of December sticks in my mind for some reason. Um, but they usually have to have a good natural fall, then then some cold, so they can keep making it.
0: Yeah, like it, you know, a, a week straight of below normal. Right. I, yeah. I do remember they, they were blowing snow before Christmas last year. But that doesn't always. But mean that doesn't always open, mean right. open. They gotta because you know they gotta make a, a decent solid base, base before they yeah uh, before yeah. they get going. And well, I think I think one of the biggest struggles is once they get that first layer of snow on there, it's fine, but it's the ground. Yeah, the the ground. ground temperatures that just really
1: makes it hard for it to to stick and build a right. base. Yeah, because so. then it's just slush and uh, it's just kind of a swampy mess as opposed to a nice cold base. I should do it. I should do a story on that, like the science, like of how snow cold making. the and like, ground needs to be, that kind of thing. Yeah, and the, you
0: know what they look for, and really kind of get into the
1: science of it. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah,
0: because I think I think people know what happens, but you know. It's a pretty tricky forecast. Cause and, it, and how do they cover the slope? Like, how do you angle? How do you know how to angle the right the wind, too? Because that carries, like, all that well, special. They, they must have their own meteorologists. <laughs> oh, wait, they watch us. That's right. That's
1: right they call us. Yes. <laughs> now, that'll be neat to see that uh, hopefully get going here. So, I mean, if it's got to be winter, I, as what everybody says, if it has to be cold, it might as well snow. Yeah, but so often here in Central PA, you get the cold, dreary days without the snow.
0: And then you have people. I'd be fine with a cold, dry winter and no snow. Cause you, don't to, you don't have to worry about driving in the cold. Right. Like,
1: okay. <laughs> if you say okay, so, whatever. All right. Anything I'm sure else? They're on your fun mind? at parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Anything else up your sleeve on your mind? Oh, always, but ha- oh, wait, wait, yeah. So we're 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 working on our weather special. Oh, winter weather special, yeah, yeah. coming out second week in November. First yep. yeah, second. Yep. Uh, so we'll be talking about what we think is going to happen. Uh, a lot of these same topics here. We're talking about a triple dip La Nina. What effect that's going to have? Um, uh, also, what are what are the major players here? You know, beyond La Nina, and you, one of the things I think we take for granted is. Uh, recognizing the pattern recognition is what we call in the business. When you see that low where it's forming, oh, that could mean big snow for us. Or if it's coming from, you know, the Midwest, that usually doesn't mean big snow for us. So I think we should kind of review those kind of things.
0: Yeah, we're trying to tie in some examples with each of these setups with past events like, Mm you know, Blizzard of 96, 2003, 2010. Some big ones. 2016, which is the last major one around here. Right. Yeah.
1: Oh, that'd be fun. So that's yeah. coming up uh, in November for sure. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, Tom, great catching up with you. To you too as well. All right. You are listening to It's Raining Meteorologist. Or Mets. Or Mets. It's Raining Mets. That's right. Thanks, Tom. See ya.